For the last 10 years, Chicago pop soul outfit The Right Now has released three acclaimed albums, racked up placements in television, national commercials, and tours of the states. This weekend, the band celebrate their decade together with a Vocalo-sponsored show at Martyrs here in the city of Chicago. I got a chance to speak with Brendan, Chris, and Steph of The Right Now about their long trek together and, of course, about what lies ahead. This is that conversation. Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo. I'm Jesse Menendez, my in-studio guests from Chicago's The Right Now, Brendan O'Connell, Chris Corsale, and on the phone is Stephanie Brez. How are you, Stephanie? I'm good. I love how you ask how I'm doing first. Well, of course, ladies first. And then we'll go to <laughs> second in line, Brendan, because he's got the second longest hair of the group. <laughs> hair is good. Life is good. Thanks, Jesse. Chris? Good to be here. So this is pretty monumental for a band to be celebrating its 10-year anniversary Add to that the fact you guys are a DIY band in that you handle everything on your own. What does it mean to be celebrating 10 years and three albums? Stephanie, I'll start with you. Um, I say this all the time. If you do anything for a decade's worth of time, it, it must be something good. It must be something important. And I feel that's what we've got here. It still feels as special as it did when we first started um, and to kind of just grow as artists and human beings together over all these years has been super great. And I think, you know, capping it off with a really great night um, with not only friends who inspired us um, on the bill initially when we started, but then also just to share all the new stuff we're starting to kind of embark on is going to be really neat to just kind of have it all come full circle on a really special night. So Mm -hmm. I'm super stoked. Yeah, no, I think Steph really, really put it well. I think a lot of things in life, when you get to your, like your mid-30s, you kind of step back and realize that you've known people for 10 years or done things for 10 or 15 years. And it's, it's you know, especially in music, especially in bands, we were talking about this before the interview, Jesse, that, you know, you look back with a lot of the bands that you're, or your contemporaries kind of when you started and they're just not around anymore. And yeah. I think that we, you know, we've been through our own changes for sure but just getting to this 10-year point is is pretty important for us chris anything you'd like to add to that i don't know i had a moment this week in rehearsal where we brought back some of our old tunes just looking back at 10 years and where we're playing through this one song and there's some detail that we did 10 years ago that we we decided like let's just play through it and we all of a sudden the band started asking ourselves like why did we do that in the first place and what we came up with was like at the time that was the best we could come up with like that was the best we had to offer and i thought that's a cool moment to have at 10 years to look back and just be like oh we would do it differently now you know we'll keep most of it or whatever Let's go back 10 years and think about why you did something at that point. Tell me if you can, what were some of the guiding principles this band had before you even recorded your first song together, Brendan? Oh, man. I think we were sort of more of a democracy back then, which has its ups and downs, of course. Like, so the, you know, baritone saxes view about what a guitar part should be would be the same as what Chris thought it should be or what I thought it should be or something. And I think that in a way, 
we've sort of grown up and matured and learned to trust each other a little bit more about just streamlining like the artistic process where you know things can come together a lot quicker and uh I don't know. I, I think more about what our guiding principles are now and how silly <laughs> we might have been 10 years ago go or, go or just like immature as, as a group of people and, and artists. When you think back to what was informing you and your vocal delivery back when you guys first got started, is it the same thing that guides you in 2018 when you start to think of new lyrics or how your delivery is going to be? Yeah, I think that was an ever-evolving game. You know, when I decided um, to start writing with Brendan, I was very young in the game. I didn't really, you know, Brendan was the first individual I kind of lined myself in the music circuit in Chicago um, for original music. So it was all, like, very green for me, and I just learned quickly that um, I was going to have to push some buttons, like, if I really wanted to take on this ownership of being a female lead singer and and leading this band and elevating just my stage performance and how I was delivering stuff not only on a record but on stage and telling stories so yeah I think um, you know there was a lot of you know buttons pushed by the guys over the years and it was all great and it was all they're constantly having me elevate just my game personally. Um, but also there was this comfort zone that I feel like I reached um, most recently where it was like, uh, okay, like I don't have to be like a certain someone or, or that person or sound, you know, that soulful, but I can be comfortable with what's what I've been, uh, what I've felt most comfortable with. I'm glad you said that because yeah. I remember listening to, Carry Me Home and then Gets Over You and thinking that you yourself had come into your own individuality and comfort zone in just what mm -hmm. you were able to navigate and and talk about subject matter wise. Uh, do you know, did you notice a certain comfort and maturity in just what you were able to talk about as a lead singer? Yeah, I think that's that's grown. It, it, when it's never an easy thing to do just because you're always put in a very vulnerable place when you talk about you know songs you write or topics you write. But as, yeah, I would say growing um, into this role and, get, you know, getting into my 30s and having just life happen and unfold while you're going on this journey, it has been a little bit more comfortable being able to, you know, share stories on stage and take ownership of telling those stories and, and making it or and just connecting a little bit better. Getting back to 10 years ago and some of the artists who are not around, some of the waves that have come and gone, I remember in 2010, 2011, 2012, there was an emphasis not just here in the city of Chicago, but nationwide on this, what is quote unquote called the soul revival. Mm -hmm. How long do you think it took for this band to shake that off and really own that you didn't have to emulate anything and you started to feel comfortable enough to create a sound that y'all wanted to that was really an embodiment of what the right now is, Brendan? I mean, I, I really think it was 2017 and Starlight, or the, at least the release yeah. of it. You know, I think we sort of ping-ponged 
back and forth between the first two records in terms of being like, okay, we're going to make a contemporary soul record. Now our second one, we're going to go all the way back and make something that sounds like it was a relic found in the 60s and 70s. And, you know, we were just sort of like finding our, our middle ground. And I think this sort of five years in between records, you know, the journey went all over the place. I mean, I, I got really into Ableton Live and was writing a lot of like almost, you know, synth pop stuff and... Um, There's some disco tinge stuff on yeah, Starlight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think a lot of that comes from just honing in more on, instead of on emulating, thinking about, okay, like, well, how do we best prevent pre present Stephanie's talents to the world? And also, and I think what we're going to do on this next set of tunes is, like, how do we best connect with people? Because that's really what music is about. And I think, you know, like Stephanie said, like, first you really have to learn how to connect with yourself, live a little life, and then uh, and then move on to, like, connecting through these you know, lyrics and stories to other people. When you think back about 10 years as a band, how do you feel about that accomplishment? I think that's a huge thing to be able to tout uh, here in the city of Chicago, but just in general, keeping at something for 10 years, there's nothing to shake a stick at. Do you let yourselves get that time to reflect on what it's meant to keep this project alive? And what's changed since day one, Brendan? Oh, yeah, I think that, I mean, that's why we're throwing this anniversary show at Martyrs on um, April 27th. The whole idea is to... You know, because it's a constant grind. I mean, I'm doing stuff every day and just as sort of, you know, being, part, you know, a, the band leader, both on like the creative and artistic side and then also on the business side and hustling for shows and everything, you know, trying to plan out when we're going to rent the van and the trailer for what date. <laughs> it takes a lot of time. And I think that the whole point of doing this show in April is just to have a night where we put on a great show, but also just sort of bask in our, you know, accomplishment of, of being around for 10 years. Were there ever moments where you felt like calling it quits? Be perfectly honest here. Yeah, for sure. There was a band meeting right after we had 2012. You know, we released Gets Over You. We had our best run of, of shows that we'd really ever had. It was, But it was like the third year in a row of doing like over 100, 120 dates a year. Mm -hmm. And yeah, about we had just this little round table after doing an audio tree session and maybe two, three of the guys were just like, I'm not into this anymore. Like, wow. something's got to change. Um, but it was not just the rigor of the, the tour. It was, like, kind of the musical direction, I think, too, for those folks. I think about my sort of leadership skills in re relation to this moment a lot. I think instead of being like, you know, all right, you guys need to take off, and we need to keep on this path and keep hustling and pushing it, or instead of being like, all right, let's tear everything down and see what everyone wants, we sort of had like a three or three year, two or three year like middle ground where it was just sort of directionless. You know, we were still playing shows, but the, the same sort of single minded hustling and pushing wasn't there in the same way. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for making time. Brendan, thank you for making time. Chris, as always, an absolute pleasure. Continued success, and it makes me happy that you guys are still moving along with this project. Back at you, Jesse. Thanks, thank you, Jesse. Jesse.